Hello, hello. It's Haywood's take on Hollywood. Is it just is it just Haywood's this week? It's Haywood's and Twingstrom's. Twingstrom's singular doesn't roll off. Twingstrom's the take on Twizzlers. Twizzlers. Isn't it Twingy Haywood's take on Towers? Haywood's take on Hollywood. No, we sorry, we take it on. So Twingstrom, there's a double meaning there. It's double meaning. Yeah, because you take it on, and you've got to take like hot takes. Yeah, we were really clever when we thought of it. I was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, good job. Good job, Jake. It's very selfish of you. Um, today we've got Kevin Twingstrom, our sister's husband, on the pod. Um, he made her take that last name. <laughs> Boom roasted. Yep. People are having patriarchy. It's not twig storm. Patriarchy. It's not. It's not twinstrom. Twinstrom. Twig. It's not Pwangstron. It's not Bweckley. <laughs> That's the worst I've ever seen. Wait, what? That's, oh no! I think so. Bad. Abby left a message at like a hairdresser oh. place, and it was what? And it was Pwangstron. Oh, my because the T was a P. I don't know how they got an O. But it was like in a text. Pong's it's nice. like Abby Pongstrom, your so your hair appointment Take on Pong stars. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got some tasty questions for Kevin, as as per usual when we have a guest. Um, I I'll start with mine. I'll let my other brothers pull theirs up. All right, let's start out with a pretty straightforward one about about movies. Kevin, what are your favorite and least favorite movie genres and why? Um, yeah, so I thought about this. I think it's hard to pick one genre because, you know, it just depends on my mood, right? But I would say, like, comedy or, like, war slash action movies. And I know those are very similar. So Jojo Rabbit. Y- yes, exactly. It's in my Dr. top five. Strange Love. Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder is fantastic. There's funny parts in Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> There's funny parts in uh, in Dunkirk. Schindler's List. Ooh, no funny parts there. Ooh. War film? Too far. Too no. far. <clears throat> so wars and comedies, things that make you laugh, things that make you cry. Yeah, you know, I just, I just sort want to, feel I want to feel something, anything. It's beautiful. So my next question is, Kevin, you're from Ohio. Yeah, a swing state. <laughs> <laughs> that's that how I. That's how I identify Ohio as a swing I just, state. Yeah, thing I think of. that that electoral college. How has being from Ohio affected your movie taste, Kevin? Well, frankly, I I don't know how any aspect of my movie tasting has not been impacted by being from Ohio. Like oh, basically, my whole movie watching identity. You're you always based on Ohio. It. I thought you were gonna go the other way, but you're really leaning. If into you that if you go up to Kevin and you're like, "Hey, Kevin," he'll somehow work the conversation into, "I'm from Ohio, no. Ohio this, Ohio that." Yeah, yeah. work Ohio into the conversation. Cleveland, Cincinnati. <laughs> it's funny because he doesn't. <laughs> for those I forget that like yeah. that aren't. Oh yeah, no. I don't totally know how Trevor came up with this question. I, d- I think he's maybe mentioned Ohio once, uh, and I've known him for several years. Good question, Trevor. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Are there any Ohio-based movies that we like? I'm sure there are. I just can't think of any. I'll look it up while you're answering. 
Probably. I thought we were Chicago. Going wait, that's Illinois. Chicago. Yeah, yeah, Chicago. Well, there's got to be plenty of a clues. Christmas story. There it is. Shawshank Redemption. Ooh. Abby's going to be really disappointed that you that you just thought that oh, Chicago was in Ohio. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Chicago. All right, top uh, top three actors or actresses. What do you got? All right. Here's the thing. I, I had three actors, but Sorry, name a woman. I switched Sorry, one. I switched one. Woman. I switched one to a woman. Hey, thank you. Mostly for you, Jake. Thank you. Not, but I mean, she's also incredible. So yes, I'm sure. She in is. no particular order, Tom Hanks. Yes. Leo. Yes. And Sandra Bullock. Sandy. Yes. Some Sandy candy. Even amid the uh, blindside allegations. That's well, not her fault. <laughs> that has nothing to do. Sean's trying to cancel. Kevin, have you seen have you seen Bird Box? No, I need to watch it though. It's I it's think good. one of her best acting roles. I think it's severely underrated. I think it's yeah. better than a quiet place. Oh it's it's oh, a movie, oh, right? It's oh, not oh, like it's a, a, a miniseries. That's a hot take I know it's on hot Hollywood. Take. It's more scary, more I think meaningful. It's about the same. I think that's even a hot take. Oh, 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 one, oh. I'm more basic. Once you see the monster, you're not scared of it, right? That's kind of the rule that, uh, what's his name, Spielberg said. So. I haven't heard of him. I think A Quiet Place. I mean, like, when the guy like, holds the eyes open. Yeah. No, yeah. It's anyway, intense. Anyway, sorry. Sandy Candy, Sandra Bullock, she's in it. She's great. Yeah. And then my fourth question is this. Uh, why Asian women? Yeah, to that, <laughs> I just had a question for you. I mean, why not? Mm. Right. Okay, Jake, where's the context? Uh, yeah, let me provide some context because we're, we're doing some deep lore Haywood inside jokes. I'm interested to see if you know the origins of this. I don't think I know the origins of this. Kevin I just know Asian women. Um, we, there's like a joke in the family that like Kevin loves Asian women and we just like give it's, him crap about it. It's like how Abby is into Spencer Cox, the Utah's governor. Yeah, it's like she's deeply in love and with Trevor him. with big titty goth girls. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm waiting for my Yeah, we need to get ours. This is a PG show. Jake's is it's not PG. Jake's dudes. Dudes Jake's in general. Right. Yeah, Jake likes men. That's, Jake's that's, that's Jake's no. cliche. Here's what happened. Yeah, I like dudes. Okay. There was one time. It was one time. It was one time that I Made out with I made out with a hot dog. No, there was one time when I like made a passing comment that I thought that like Cho Chang was cute. Ah, yeah. <laughs> was, Look, she's it, cute. She's she's cute. cute. Yeah, and and then all of a sudden, apparently, I'm obsessed with Asian women. So it's so yeah, I just go with it thing. now. Yep, just go with it. All right, those are my questions. You really really Jake, pulled them out. Do you want to go? Or do you want me to go? Oh, you're you next. Okay. My first question is. What is your favorite movie from 2023 so far? So I had to go back through all the movies I've watched. And I think, and there might be some recency bias, bias with this, but I'm going to have to go Oppenheimer. Oh, it's I thought so you'd say good. that. Yeah. Sean is wrong. It's a, it's a, it's a well-made movie. I mean, you're wrong, but it's okay because you know you're wrong. I know I'm wrong. Yeah. I'll come around and you will maybe give it a rewatch. I am excited for the rewatch. Um, good choice, honestly, frankly. So here's here's I have a beef with you, Kevin, and it's that you've you've, and I get it. Everyone uses Letterboxd in their own way, but you've logged like 148 total movies on. I've like I've seen 148 Disney movies, and so like <laughs> I, mean, I just 
Just I want to you be to go back. I've watched more than 140. That's what I'm saying. So why have you not gone back and just? I know you don't need to like log them like a diary. I know you don't remember when you watched The Little Mermaid for the first time or whatever. No. But you can at least get in there, rate it, say you've seen it. I want to see a little more. Uh, like like when I was looking for questions for you, I was like, oh, I just don't have a whole lot to go on because you haven't gone, done the backlog. Yeah. Why not, Kevin? Sean, I, I mean, I don't have a good answer for this. I I think you know the reason. It's just, it's a really hard thing to do. Hard? It's I mean, so hard to rate movies that you haven't seen. It's recently. pretty hard. That's it, how I have to go good. back and I got to decide, I got to like figure out okay which movies have i seen and how am i like what what's the what order am i going to go and do the backlog as, and like what as the person who spent the most time on letterboxd i think the best way to do it is a quick sweep just initial thoughts give it a oh that's a three star that's a three and a half and then over time you'll you'll see the groupings and you'll be like no in this group this one belongs higher or mm. this one belongs lower and then it kind of works itself out over time and so I would suggest uh, a shotgun approach and then dial into the sniper approach by the end. That's uh, just a, as a guy who spends way too much time on Letterboxd. And also you'll have some bad takes. Just accept it. You oh, will. Well, for sure. For some yeah, of we the roast, older movies. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, like some of my worst takes are movies I haven't seen since mm-hmm. I was little. Yeah, most of our roasts come from like, oh, I just randomly rated Oh, that. I think it's a three star. It's probably not if I yeah, really watch it. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just, I would like to see more more just to get a more a better feel for your taste and and so on and so forth anyway last question i have we did a fantasy it's a wonderful time of year fantasy football oh, me and kevin love days. it what two that? days until the football season oh my starts. gosh i'm so ready go eagles I love the nfl dude they're kelly greens mm. anyway you're gonna fantasy draft just a solo solo run an actor or actress who you would have as a quarterback a wide receiver a running back and a tight end this this was my favorite. Question. Is this a, is this a PG a podcast? Look, what's a tight end? Talk about a tight end, am I right? Sandy Bullock. A tight end. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Number one for for quarterback, John Grease. Who's that? He's the guy who played Uncle Rico. Nice oh, yeah. choice, Uncle Rico. I was like, I don't know who that is. He could throw a quarter, pigskin, pigskin, quarter mile, quarter mile. That's a good choice. choice. Yeah, perfect choice. Great, very like on the nose, but like in a good way. Correct. Wide receiver, Timothy Chalamet. Lanky, I think he's like a, a, a sneaky six foot. I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. We officially have a video yeah. of him kissing Kylie Jenner at the Beyonce concert last night. Huge, okay. yeah, right. huge, topical, huge. huge. Yes. No, I think, I th- yeah, sneaky length, and uh, and so I, I can, I think he's a little frail. But, oh, he's definitely frail. Yeah, he's but fast. He'd break. I can he see him fast. get a good catch and speed and speed. I think he'd do okay. Okay, I like it. Opposite end of the spectrum for running back Terry Crews. Whoa, Terry Crews is going to be huge. huge. He's like yeah. a linebacker. Like he, I think he was jacked. literally a linebacker, if I'm not mistaken. I think he probably. I think he did. Play or am I thinking of someone else? That's Michael Strahan. He was. Oh. he was a defensive end. Yeah. I mean, well. Okay, that's a that's a massive running back. I love it. And then, tight end. Tight end. Jake, I'll appreciate this. Thank you, Has Chris to... Pratt. Chris yeah. Pratt, tight end. I like it. Probably. Are we tight. going? Are we going Parks and Rec? Are we? Or are oh, we no. going no. Star Lord? We're, we're going Star Lord. Okay. Or um, Jurassic World. Okay. Jacked. Okay. Chris Maybe Pratt. not as tan though in the the Jurassic. Let's go. Let's let's keep it. 
I'm gonna put a little more white. So wait, like that's it. all the positions. That's it. that's it. That's all. I mean, I'm gonna put the rocks on uh, middle linebacker. Yeah, I like that. Mm. Anyway, let's not go too far into this. Yeah, I could. I, we could do this for a, a whole an entire podcast. Like, I series. will opt out. Yeah. Anyway, um, but if we're doing Broadway, then we can. One day, that. you know, it'd make more sense. Yeah. One day. Actors. One day more. Nope, not but the, but the drama of, of a football game. All right, Jake, get those questions out. What's the best franchise? So is this my favorite franchise or the best franchise? Do you have answers for both? Because I'll take both. Well, I kind of answer this like best franchise. Okay, or, the, oh, no, like, like favorite. Your favorite. Yeah. That's, that's really what I want. Okay, so I said Lord of the Rings. Yes. But... Marvel is very close behind. It's like a yeah. close second. I think I am just a little bit jaded with Marvel yep. because right, you, I'm down on, it. We're Any, down on it. We're down on it. We all are. Up till Endgame, yeah, is what I'm just, what we're assuming. We, I you didn't mean. even think of post Endgame. Literally, when you said Marvel, I'm like, yeah, that's a good franchise. Yeah, like not yeah, like, exactly. when it exists. Yeah. Like, because it, at this point, like, it doesn't really matter if anyone dies. There are no it's stakes. Not, there's no stakes. There's no stakes. There, there are no stakes. So. Nice backstory with Rocket, and like that's the only thing you can it's do. So I, I like. I you actually, could say it's like a, the third one. It's like a vegan barbecue because mm. there's no stakes. Mm. Get them. Mm. That's really good. Thanks, Trevor. Anyway, but I'm. I'm. I think it's. Are you here on all of you? Like not five stars across the board for Lord of the Rings. I'm pretty sure like none of you have a three straight fives. Abby has it as a five star. Yeah, because Abby's smart. Abby's yeah. a gangster. She actually has good taste. Think like how can you watch the Two Towers and be like. Four and a half. No, yeah. <laughs> what? You're right. What they're, are we they're, doing? They're all fives. They're all five. Two and towers. I, I have a four and a half. All of you have four and a halves for some. I actually four for one of them. Two. I had four and a half for two towers. Oh, that I actually hurts think me. I did. I think I roasted you on letter. Yeah, you did. Like, what are you doing? Like, and so this is mean to to, to everyone in this room and to anyone. What are we doing? These are five star films. Anyway. They're all fantastic. I can't wait so to watch them. Yeah, yeah, oh, dude. Yeah, we have it on the schedule next year. Um, what is your comfort movie? Um, this was a hard question too, but I think like the original Star Wars movies. Mm. Oh, sweet! It's like a good. You grew up with it, or what? You have them memorized. I, yeah. I grew up with it. We had the the three VHS mm. pack, and I would watch them all the time. With the half faces, like I think the first they one were like was gold Vader. I think so. Oh, you, okay. yeah, nerd. Oh, I don't know. There was <laughs> yeah. there was a, there was some cool. What a dweeb! Nerd. What, what a freaking nerd! What a dweeb! Star Wars on a podcast. <laughs> we are sitting around the table, <laughs> doing a podcast. Marvel and Star Wars. <laughs> what a nerd! We can't we can't. Trevor's wearing his Marvel shirt. I think sitting in a glass house there, Trevor. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Oh, that's funny. Nerd. No, they're great. Anyway, great, um, great choice. And what's your best theater going experience? So. I didn't go to the theater a ton, like as a teenager. Um, I'm gonna have to go with Barbie. Mm, very I get it. Not Barbenheimer, because mm. people did dress up for Oppenheimer, but I was like, eh, I don't. I'm not really behind that. I did change outfits. I, I brought two outfits. But to you the didn't theater. bring like a hat. And I did not bring yeah, a hat. Yeah. I was dressed as a as a charred. <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell are you going? Finish that. Hat that Oppenheimer. Okay. You were going there, right? Going where? Uh, No, like you're going with hat. Like that's where your intent was, I hope. 
Oh my gosh. It's a late night. Moving on. Stuff. You can feel the different energy here at 11 p.m. Yeah, it's 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 currently 11.03. However, I think we might... the audience will thank us because if we had recorded this tomorrow morning at like 7 a.m., there would have been a much bit different vibe. There would yeah. have been a different vibe. Uh, like yeah, none, of, be that none of us are morning Silence people. Trevor. Still. Um, Look, okay. you, you win some. No one would have anything to joke. Uh, I think those are all my questions. That's it. Yeah, I really blew that one. Yeah, that was that was rough. Um, blew. But, but you didn't really mean kill, did you? So, hmm. Kevin chose two movies this week that have uh, little to nothing in common. But I think it shows, you know, how diverse uh, films can be and how enjoyable films are despite being very different, you know. We contain multitudes. Kevin, you know, he's a doer. He's an active agent, right? He's not an object. Uh, he doesn't let things happen to him, right? I happen to things. Kevin happens to things. I feel like the skuck's life chose him though you know that's, that's exactly right. right i didn't choose it kevin you know what let's let kevin choose do you want to talk about 12 angry men first or do you want to talk about hunt for the wilder people first well i have 12 angry men on my notes first so we that's can talk one. about let's talk 12 about angry 12 men. angry men with sean, sean did did have a nice transition there i did he did actually recognized the quote i was very proud of myself it was definitely botched but it was you know it was in the right. You I think did that the was the exact line, actually. You did the voice. Thank That's you. That's all that matters. Yeah. Good job, Sean. Shout out Henry Fonda. Twelve Angry Men. Uh, Jake, you're the synopsis guy. I yeah. feel like yeah, uh, you are. It's kind of the role you've taken on. Yeah, it's taken on that role. As I've like been describing what we were like, I've uh, met a few people um, at school this week and told them what was going to be next on the podcast. Mm. And it's funny because I'm just like very not what you would guess as a basic film bro and so when i was like 12 angry men they're like what and i was like it's with it's gonna be with like my Name three straight brothers and they're like oh that makes sense but 12 angry men is incredible and I, I have no qualms with it um here is it's a 1957 film in black and white directed by sydney lume i'm gonna put lume lume lummet but I'm gonna I, think it's I think it's Lumet, but I don't know. Lumet. Life is in their hands. Death is on their minds. The defense and the prosecution have rested, and the jury is filling into the jury room to decide if a young Spanish-American is guilty or innocent of murdering his father. What begins as an open and shut case soon becomes a mini-drama of each of the jurors' prejudices and preconceptions about the trial, the accused, and each other. Kevin, what stands out to you? About 12 Angry Men. Okay, so right off the bat, it's an hour 36. It's nice and tight. Yes. Mm. Tight also, end. you know, I like a that. tight end. The, the, next, the next movie is also tight. Um, I just love, it, it is like, it's a masterpiece of dialogue. So mm. Trevor, you, you'll appreciate that. Mm. It's checking both our boxes so far. I, it's just, it's also very well contained. Yep. You know, it's like, not literally, but like 99% of it is filmed in one single yep. room. 90, so the opening 94 of the 97 minutes are in one room. Yeah. Yeah. So good. There's like a shot from outside and then a shot in the courtroom. And that's, I think there's a bathroom scene. There, yeah. There's, there's a couple bathrooms. That does, scenes, that, that, that's all the same. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's just, it's brilliant. And like by the end of the movie, mm. 
that you watch it and and then I remember the first time that I watched it. I was I think I was a teenager when I watched it the first time. I think I watched it with my dad. And uh after we were done I was like that was that was just in one room the whole time. And like I didn't even know because it keeps you engaged like the entire time. Yep. Just just totally captivated. It's called a bottle film. That's what one of those films is called. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. Yep. Is this like the bottle film? Crack a bottle, let your body waddle film. <laughs> yeah. Can't think of any others that do it this well. Um, yeah. There's a comedy called Carnage. That was the, that was the one that popped in my That's head. That's like too. all in one apartment of just people arguing, and it's really funny. That is fun. Love that. Mm. I, anyway, there's a lot of movies that do it, but not quite as crisply contained as this. Yeah. I also like, so not only is it um, all in one room, a lot of the shots are one shot. Like it's like there's um, some good two, five, ten minutes. I don't know how long they are. Like real time stuff. Mm -hmm. Where it'll go from to one person and then another person. But it it feels like there's going to be some editing there and chopping it up and going to different like reactions and so on and so forth. But a lot of them are just one shot. Yeah. So that combination is really cool too, because there's you know there's like 1917 that is all one shot. You know, obviously they have some camera tricks to make it so it's not actually one shot. Um, I love but, a oneer, but yeah, this one does a lot of that inside one room, which you I know think that, is really interesting. It makes me feel very much like this is a play. Is it a play originally? Ah, I it, don't know. It it could be I because it feels it, like a stage play. I can't remember. That's what I, I like, like so much about those like one uh, take situations. It's it's like you're watching a stage actor. Yeah. And mm. um, but like really good ones who are very naturalistic. It, it's perfect for film, but at the same time, feels like it could be a really really easy adaptation. You wouldn't even have to adapt uh, for a stage no. play, and it'd be really really. Oh, beautiful. that'd be way cool. Yeah, it'd be a good one, huh? Yeah. Just see how. I'm the- surprised that's not like. A thing that is like very, very well common. Could be. Very I'm well sure it is, but like you would think it would just be more like everyone just knows that there's yeah, a 12 Angry Men thing that's coming to town. You know, this right. this film was created in 21 days, from like writing to like like beginning of filming to end oh, project. Yeah. Okay. I believe that. Like, yeah. I mean, there's not there's not much to it. But that's still an insane like uh, yeah, less than a month to make a film that's like number three on Letterboxd. Right. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that this director did such a good job of making it seem like so seamless and just one long, drawn out conversation that like you can tell each one of them slowly just wants to get out of there, but they're also slowly starting to have the feelings of like guilt and the weight of the situation on their shoulders when maybe a lot of them at first didn't, right? And I just feel like the the tone change. All because of juror number eight, man. Shout out. What a mm-hmm. king. 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 How spoilery are we going to get? We go spoilery. as spoilery yeah. as we want. Okay. If you haven't watched 12 Angry Men, go watch it. This, Here goes. This is your warning. So, um, I love that right from the get-go, um, juror number eight realizes he like sees through the BS right from the beginning. Like and 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 you can tell he's looking around and he's like, oh yeah, I know what that guy's issue is. I already know what that guy's issue is. We don't know what it is yet, but yeah, racism, <clears throat> toxic masculinity. Yeah, yeah. 
I love this. That was the, the main guy's problem. Ha- yeah. Hating Oof. the young generation. Mm-hmm. Issues with their children. Being too logical and not enough heart. Why don't my kids Impatient. talk to me anymore? That vibe. A ball game. A ball yeah. game. Indifference. <laughs> I think, honestly, that's that's the most widespread of it. Yeah. Is that he's the only one from the beginning that, like, sees... That cares at all. That, yeah. That cares at <laughs> The all. consequences of their decision. Yeah. Like, he's the, the only gravity. one who sees the gravity of the situation that they're in. He's like, uh, guys, we're about to send an 18-year-old to prison, and you want to get to the ball game? Like, you can freaking wait. No, I think he's going to be killed, though, isn't he? Electric chair. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I also really like um, the anger that occurs when one of them changes their mind because it's going to be faster. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like he's making still like the right call, yeah. but he's only doing it because. That was ball game, dude. Yeah. Who said that? Ball game. And he's like, yeah. listen, I'm just, yeah, he, he changed his vote to not guilty. And he explained this because he wants to go to the ball game. And then even those who had already um, argued for not guilty are like, no. There was that's, still ire there. Like that's yeah. not. You shouldn't well, do that. Why you do that? I don't know if we've mentioned this, but for this to work, it has to be a unanimous vote. Did yes. we say yeah. that? Yeah. We yeah. didn't say that. One way or the other. So it's not like a majority rules, right? Yeah. So that means every single person had to vote the same way before they could make a decision, which means they're in there for hours because they can't just get the majority. Otherwise, from the very beginning, the majority would have said guilty and they would have been on their way, right? Yeah. yeah. And all because the one who said not guilty... <laughs> Right. And and I love that he doesn't even know. He's just like, I don't know. It's possible. It's possible. Yeah. It's possible. There's reasonable doubt. Like, why, why, why don't you think he's guilty? He's like, I don't know. I just think we should I don't talk say, about it. Yeah. Like, what do you want to talk about? He's like, I don't know. Let's just talk about it's it. It's possible that he's not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there can be 99 people. There can be 100 <laughs> people in the room. 99 people. And only, and it just takes just one to believe in you. Thank you, Lady Gaga. Um, yeah. This movie is really brilliant. I think uh, for me, it's especially um, great because of how forward thinking it is. It came out in 1957 before Mm -hmm. the civil rights movement. Mm. Um, And it was based on a 1954 teleplay. I just looked at those. And um, Mm. just the fact that this script was written in 1954. It's so good. It's so timely and so great. And it's like... um, I, I just think it's so important. And it was met with like lukewarm um, box office performance. It didn't do very well in the theater. Freaking pabs. And <laughs> it's just like, but now it's considered one of the greatest films of all time. Yeah, I think where this movie lacks is nowhere. Gotcha. <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> um, ready to turn my hat around. So then describe the four and a half stars that you gave it. It's five. Oh, <laughs> on this latest watch. Oh, I had it at okay. four and a half before. I had it at four before. So I would say yes. if there is one thing that you could complain about, it's that this is a movie you do have to pay attention to and and invest in to watch, which isn't a bad thing. Once again, there's a lot of movies like that where if you're not actively watching it and you're on your phone a lot, like could be you, boring. you can get completely sucked out. But, it, but if you give it the time of day, you're in. Really? Yeah, I mean, if, if you're distracted during this movie, then it, it, it will be boring. Because you have no idea what's Because on about. paper, it's boring. It's, it's a, people yeah. talking. A black and white group of 
like just white middle aged men just talking. talking the entire movie. The entire movie. It but, sounds like a recipe for a movie I would actually hate. Yeah. Well, and we've talked about this before a lot. It's something that we really, really like harp on, and we're just like, and why we can be so harsh on other movies. It's like, make your movies good. Make this it is, good. This was filmed in 21 days, like you said. It's in one room. No CGI. It's back in the 50s. Make your your story good and your characters good. That's another thing I really wanted to point out. Is like I just really like the character building from each of the jurors have their own little yes. their yes. thing. There's the one guy that's just kind of goes with the flow. There's the one guy who's the sports guy. We we kind of named a lot of them, and and the, the character development is really really cool. And they like show their colors more and more, and they use their character to like how they would make the decisions that they're making. And I think that that's extremely well written. And then along with the dialogue and then just the story in general, it's like and the performances. This, yeah. It's like movies make your movie good. Well, and people are just so different, right? You can get a group of 12 guys and they all have a completely different backstory, upbringing, values, religious beliefs, you name it. And it's just so interesting. I don't know. Like, yeah, like Jake said, it was so ahead of its time. It's just like, people are so different. And there's a reason they all thought the way they did. I don't think any of them were necessarily evil, except for the one maybe selfish, right? Or just selfish, like, racist, yeah, or just like not, but not inherently evil. Just uh, built by the society that yeah, they were raised in times or whatever, right? Yeah. And so I think it kind of showed each one of them. You see the humanity in them, which I believe everyone has, right? Yeah. And you know, some may be deeper down or like may have to work on it more. But I think this movie does a great job of showing yeah. that as well. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting too that they, one of the things that uh, that the uh, naysayers keep saying is like, oh, you, you, can't, you can't get buried in the feelings of it or the, or the emotions of it. And that's exactly what they're doing is that they're, they're buried in their own emotions that are completely unrelated to the case. And yeah, he's like talking it. about his son and you're like, yeah, what are you like, talking about? Yeah. That was like the, the straw that broke the camel's back yeah, at the end. Not the overwhelming evidence that, again, not that he didn't, but just that, that there's no, possible. Yeah, right. not that. Who's just that? saying it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. I had a note about that. The juror number eight was the only one who actually believed that or like was actually practicing that. And mm -hmm. I think it, th there was a line in the movie where he said something to the effect of like, well, no, like, like he doesn't have to prove that he's innocent. Like we have to prove the that burden he's, of proof. the burden of proof is on the prosecution. And I feel like we say that, but like if you go and read a news story about something, like is that really what you're thinking about? Like, oh well, the, you know, they they haven't proved the that evidence. He's done anything? Yeah, like no one says where's the evidence. They're like, oh, what a that bad happened. bad dude did that thing. You know, yeah, yeah I don't know. It's you a, gotta take a lot of things with a grain of salt, right? Yeah, I'm just yeah. It's a tough it's a tough line to draw, honestly, because you know there's sometimes when it's like, no, you gotta like you gotta right. You can't just not believe person. anything, yeah. right? It's hard to hard like line to draw. Right. Believe women. There you go. I think also, like, there's people that you know, right? And they may, they like strongly hate someone, or like they talk really bad about them. So let's say, like, Kevin, there's someone who he really didn't like. And he's going on and on to me about how Joe much Chang. they didn't like this person. <laughs> and then I meet them, and they're like a way good person. And I don't know. I just feel like I should, I don't think you should just like take someone's word that someone's. Like, a certain bad. way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, he don't even speak good English. 
That was that was he written down. Doesn't. Speak He's a common English. ignorant slob. He don't even speak good English. A lot of great gotchas. That there one was what a, what a gotchas. Oh, he so doesn't speak one of I wanted to talk about the knife moment. Like, oh my mm. gosh, when when he takes the knife out and puts it on the table right next to the other yep. one, it's identical. <laughs> yeah, and like everything that they'd been saying was completely undone in that moment. It was the first like, major shift, right? Yeah. That's Everyone's that's like, when he oh. first pulled. He's like, "Oh shoot!" So yeah, and good. then, um, and then sorry, Kevin Kevin's Kevin's and then and then and then shout out dude, no and then the later with the knife, the the hothead guy, the one who has his, has son problems. Yeah, he picks it up again. He say, "This is this this is the knife," because he's trying to prove his point. Right? He's like, yeah. "This is the knife that the guy you that the boy used to <laughs> stick his father." And then someone's like, "Oh wait a minute, that that's not the knife though." <laughs> Because they had already yeah. taken the real knife back, yeah. and then yeah. just it's just like again. okay, yeah. And also the I'm gonna kill you. And the, oh yeah. And the he's an old man. What can we even believe? Can exactly. Believe yeah. Anything. And then just like he says, he says he was an old man, and half the time he was confused. How can we be positive about any, anything? Or when the guy was just the old man. The guy was just straight up racist, racist tirade for five minutes, and every single person turns their back on him. Even <laughs> like great. the other, yeah. even the other bad guys were like. No, dude, you're you're just racist. You're clearly the not baseball bad. guys. Like, bro, I got guys on my team. My whole my whole team. Yeah. So there was. Yeah. I I had that written down too. That the way they handle the prejudice rant, they they just they don't say anything. They just oh, turn they just, away. Yeah. yeah. Give it the the gas. They, they I, just ignore. They him just wait till he's done, and then at the end they're like. And that's enough for me, or whatever. I can't remember yeah. what the line was, but yeah. it was just like, and we don't need to hear anything else. Yeah, basically. yeah. It's like, shut up. Glasses, dude. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. Yeah, the glasses dude, who again was still on the guilty side. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had not been. He was one of the yeah. very last to turn. Yeah, and really when cool he does dip into humanity. This, okay, this the, I loved this detail. If you're paying attention, and you have to pay attention to this movie, it's just it's almost just like a side conversation where he says. He's like, ah, oh, it's, it's so hot in here. Don't you even sweat? And he goes, no. And that's the glasses, dude. And when he finally realizes he's wrong, there's a single bead of sweat that goes down yep. his face. Yes. Yep. And it's so good. It gives me chills. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> it is good. When he's yeah. like, it, he, 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 on, like, what did you watch on Monday? What was the second one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It was great. This movie is incredible. It's a film bro movie certified. Certified. Um, but as a, I would say I'm not a film bro. Um, I really like it. As a film bro, I really like it. So great. We have. As a normal human. We have such diversity on this panel. <laughs> oh. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, but it is a really highly recommended movie. Yeah, I would say go watch it and yep. just. It's almost like one of those movies that like they would show in school and you would hate. What's, Jake, what's the movie that you watched in school? Um, the one Christmas one. Uh, it's a it's wonderful, a wonderful life. life. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's one of those old black and white ones that, like, at first glance, you'd be like, Ugh. you have a bias towards it, and so you immediately make a judgment on it. Oh my gosh! Full but, circle. It's wow. wonderful life is also in my top five. Kevin loves those movies. Anyway, old. watch it. It's incredible. Hunt for the wilder people. Unless you had, does anyone have anything else to say on? On 12 Angry Men. I just liked your review on Letterboxd, Sean. We were like, let's be honest. It's actually like four Angry Men and like eight 
I don't know, like fairly reasonable well, guys. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. Three so, men, one. I don't remember. What everyone was. at some point though has at least some sort of outburst. Yeah, it's true. You know, Which, yeah. So, but because because I actually watched it one time and I was like, does everyone get angry at some point? Because otherwise. <laughs> and everyone has at least one moment where they're there's a there's a, yeah there's some loud I thought you were talking about my most recent v- review from today which was they really needed to work on their open concepts when they showed that man's bedroom or room and then the hallway outside He's, of the ki- cut down the wall like, between the hallway and the kitchen you dummies open concept open what simple, are we doing simple design so I was like this is so dumb it's the 50 five stars it was <laughs> fixer upper wasn't a thing yet. Yeah. Um, one other quick thing. Yep. We talked about how to handle uh, the racist guy, they just, they turned away from him. To handle the guy who had his son problem, they did the same thing, but also the opposite thing, where all of them just silently watched him and listened to him. Yep. They gave, they gave them their, they gave him their rapt attention. They were just staring at him and listening and just let and eventually, him there. He, yeah. and eventually he, he convinced there. himself and broke down yeah so i love that too i agree that it was just yeah i don't know great writing again sometimes it's better left like unsaid yeah it's yeah. really cool a lot yeah. of that in this movie totally agree okay so hunt for the wilder people a very similar movie the same movie yeah same vibes yeah i almost am like why even do both yeah. right they should have just named it one angry man yeah and a an angry boy. boy. And an angry boy. <laughs> and a very happy Ricky Baker. Ricky Baker. The best woman. Yeah. So Jake, Hunt for the Wilder People yeah, there you go. is a 2016 film directed by Taika Watiti. Uh, nature just got gangster. Ricky is a de- defiant young city kid who finds himself on the run with his cantankerous foster uncle in the wild New Zealand bush. A national manhunt ensues, and the two are forced to put aside their differences and work together to survive. I want everyone to say, um, Ken Tinkris, Foster Uncle. Oh, I was going to make a good joke. Which oh, I'll say it. Shout out to my band, Cantankerous Foster Uncle. <laughs> <laughs> so, why do you I, love this movie? Yeah, this movie is, it's hilarious. It's so funny, but it's not like... It's not like standard comedy, I Slapstick feel like. Slapstick in your face. Yeah, yeah, like it's 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 subtle, but it's so much better that way. Like from from the beginning, like the music as the movie's opening is so yeah. intense. Yeah. And then Ricky Baker dramatically turns around. Like the juxtaposition of those two things is so funny because he's just like this basic kid. Like <laughs> he's just a punk kid. He's just a punk. Just a chubby punk kid. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, he does so good. The actor's name is Julian Dennison. And oh man, I think this he was a breakout it. role. And I mean, he crushes it, right? He's, He's so funny. He's perfect. Just a little New Zealander boy who's just, yeah, this punk who like pretends to be gangster, but literally knows like nothing about it. <laughs> yeah. And like everything, all like well, the things for, he's done. Except for he's friends with Tupac. Tupac, he's like a friend of mine. He's a rapper. He's my best friend. He's my best friend. <laughs> All the vibes. Taika Waititi has a special way of I- imbuing a movie with vibes. I didn't even realize until this watch that it was Sam Neill, who was the uncle. Sam Neill. Sam Neill from, from Jurassic, Jurassic yeah, Park, Jurassic. your main guy. He's from New Zealand. So Is he really? Yeah. yeah that so I that's, didn't that, know. That's, yeah. His, that's his normal voice, I think. What? Daddy. Yeah. See, because I was wondering, I was like, why did they pick this American? Yeah. But he's not. No. Wow. Yeah. And- 
Daddy. I mean, they just... Someone can check me on that, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, he is is a New Zealand actor. The combo of those two is incredible. Yeah. And like, this is the greatest New Zealand movie since Lord of the Rings. It's juxtaposition, right? They're like so, so different. And... Well, and Taika Waititi's a New New Zealander too. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like it's just... And he plays possibly the best character. One, yeah, he's dude, so my favorite character is the freaking ch- CPS lady, dude. She's, she's so, so funny. Cracks me the How freak she's just up like the entire hating. time. Well, and she just like is going full like no not child only like behind. police, but like army. No child. She's like, behind. and she's like, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, no child left. Behind. No child left behind. I loved that. She inti- takes it I, I so forgot serious. that. I don't know what that means. Like, this is my second time watching this, and I just don't remember her being so freaking funny and just so intense about like yeah, taking her job. That's so what I noticed this last watch too. I loved it. She was brilliant. I loved her. Rachel House. Give me a gun. Someone give me a gun. Yeah. And it's just like, this isn't your role at all. Um, also, her a partner in crime. Amazing as well. He's giving the piggy piggy back. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. He's like, I am the police. That like, accent the makes the real one so good. I can't do yeah. I, I can't do this accent. I can if I hear it. So like when Trevor does it, then I can copy we'll it. We'll leave it but to Trevor and Kevin. They were just doing it. I also want to shout out the, if we're talking, you know, the person who came in and, and hit, you know, clean up or uh, what's not, uh, man, sorry, I can't think. Cleaned house? Cleaned house, sure. Uh, the mom, dude, she's so funny. You just oh love my her gosh. aunt. The aunt, sorry, yeah. Just call me you aunt. She's the, yeah, is... the kindest soul and so funny and just calls him fat to his face and it's hilarious. <laughs> she's yeah. like, you ate, you ate the kid who ate all the pies, eh? Yeah. Are you hungry? Oh, that was a dumb question. You are. Dumb question. Of course you are. <laughs> look at you. Look at look you. At she said. It's so uh, mean. And, but she's not mean. But no, it's, it's the so kindest way anyone's mean. ever been called fat. Yeah, yeah. I want like, her to call me. She's fat. like, oh, and there's a deer in there and a stuffed animal, and the, and it's like, and a knife by your bed. <laughs> no, and, to kill and the a monsters. Nice, a nice sharp knife. <laughs> yeah, a nice sharp knife. Kill <laughs> the monsters. Are you gonna go out for uh, go out tonight? Yeah, she's Just like, be back in time for fine breakfast. By me. Hey, come on, have some breakfast, then you can run away. But I think the best moment, I think the best moment in the whole film, even for me, is the Ricky Baker. You are now fifteen oh, years old. Ricky gosh. Baker. Ricky, Ricky Baker. Yes. Yeah. Ricky Baker. Once rejected, now accepted by me. <laughs> and Hector, <laughs> we're a trifecta, Ricky Baker. <laughs> this is Ricky and Baker. Then, like, Ricky Baker like joins in. Yeah, yeah. he's like, into Ricky it. Yeah, Baker. and then the... she, he immediately turned upon arrival. Oh, yeah, he he was just him. like, "Yeah, you're the best person that's ever been in my life." It's because he's had a terrible life. Yeah. Which this does tackle some very serious, like, like when it gets into his friend that was like killed yeah. in like the foster system. Amber, and he just talks about all the different families you've had. He's never had a birthday. Like it actually, the foster system can be very good for some people and very rough for others across well, the world. I that's another reason why I think why I, lo- I love this movie because it it makes you feel a lot, but it also makes you laugh, and so those are my favorite things, right? Something that makes you laugh and makes you feel. And, and Taika Waititi freaking destroys that dude, jo- yeah. Jojo Rabbit. Are mm-hmm. you kidding? Jeez, heck, not being able to read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the illiteracy of heck, and it's read that for me. Just like this humanity, yeah, loud. Yeah, and I just think 
It's just such a charming movie. Like you watch yeah. this, and it it's is just charming. like you just smile throughout. So charming, dude. Yeah, and like the friend, like the, he runs into the girl, and she's just hilarious. And she's just like, she's like, cool. yeah, let me get, my, let me, let me, let yeah, just me let my, me a radio, a helicopter, get my radio. Oh, oh, that's right. I don't have a radio. <laughs> Want some sausages? And then the and then the dad is just like, can I take a selfie? Sausages. Yeah, and he's every psychic. character is just love. And then and, and then like they're so funny, but then they end up. Like he ends up going and living with them. It's so sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, and and the that his auntie, oh, it kills you. Um, she says, I don't remember exactly what she says, but she's like, "Well, you're home now, and I, and, and sorry that it took us so long to find mm, you." Or something. It's such a great line. And then the next scene. It's yeah, literally right there. Oh, so painful. It just kills you. It's brutal. Yeah. It's like one of the saddest moments in well, cinema history. Totally. And I like that it doesn't go into a whole thing of why she died and how. And yeah, it's yeah. Just, so straight to the hilarious funeral. Yeah. yeah it yeah. just goes straight to vegetables <laughs> behind the editor. <laughs> no, it's not vegetables. Vegetables. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Behind <laughs> it, it's the second door. The second door. He, Jesus, he's tricky like that. It's just Taika Waititi just being crazy. Yeah. So funny. He's great. There's a new movie he's directing called Next mm. Score Wins. And that it's comes a, out soon, right? Is it, I think is it's it a soccer, year? or is it rugby? I think it's soccer. It wouldn't it be rugby? If well, I guess I guess it could be either. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's one of rugby's the really big in New Zealand, though. So. I clearly don't know much about it. So um, it's 2023, dude. Yeah. So Ooh. this year, Taika Waititi film coming out. Um, I'll see Very anything see that. that he makes because oh, yeah. Michael Fassbender, Elizabeth Moss, Will Arnett. Oh, oh. dog. Yeah, I, I'll I'll watch anything he makes because even if it isn't a successful movie, it'll take risks and it will be different than any movie you've uh, seen. Rachel House, is she's it? in it. She is <laughs> MVP. She really is. Yeah, that's incredible. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, I just I think Hunt for the Wilder People is so brilliantly original too. Like I don't think there's any like there's other comedies that have yep. a like you know. A, like unlikely duo type stuff or like a kid and a guy who like don't yeah, want to be together and up but i yeah it's kind of like i think of like way. moonrise kingdom in some ways but i feel like this film is vibes is still so very like unique mm -hmm. and incredible and there's just there's nothing like there's it. yeah it's yeah and i think the, just the originality of it well i try incredible. to i make a watch list every week based on on the movies we're doing and there weren't any that were just like, yeah, this is... It fits like, right in with... Yeah, so like, honestly, for you to not have a movie that just goes with it is like, it kind of makes sense. It's like, there's just not... Nothing fits perfectly. Yeah. Except for Again, 12 Angry Men. Except for 12 Angry Men. Yeah, the shot-for-shot shot remake of 12 Angry Men. Yeah. Let's just get it out there. Right. Yeah, this is another one where you could just sit and quote it, like... Yeah, kind of yeah. All my notes are yeah. just quotes. Yeah. 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 Hulk... Asian? Well, they got that wrong because you're obviously white. white. <laughs> yeah, so, he's so, a molesterer. And then just not a molesterer. And then just the whole thing that Ricky Baker says that like implies that he is. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it just keeps getting more and more like. Yeah. And the hunters are like. Touched me, right? My hands are too soft at the beginning. He's perfect. Ah, uh, yeah. It's you so pervert. Good. You're perfect. Oh, it's the perfect. accents it's, make it's, everything no, funnier. Yeah. It's pervert. 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 And then just majestical. How he's like, oh, majestical. you could say it's yeah, majestical. It's and he's like, it's majestic. Majestic, not majestical. And then yeah. at the end, he's like, pretty yeah. majestical, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know if this movie would he's be quite as good without the, without the accent. Yeah, like, it's just like regular, 
regular. That was, you know, very American of me to say. Ricky. If it was just American accent, it would just be, I don't know. I'm curious. Oh, Still, there's some vibey, but the same vibey. Yeah. yeah, that's part of why this is so charming. Yeah. Is that. I feel like New Zealand culture and like, and like the accent and the people are just so not prevalent in pop culture. Right. Like, I, you know, don't know Which much about sin. the people of New Rugby. Zealand or tragedy. Right. But we, you know, we know a ton about like Japanese and. And like Australia is always talked about, and like I don't know, European countries, South America. I feel like New Zealand is one that's just very like obscure in pop culture. And I think Taika Waititi probably wanted to do a bit of a love letter to New Zealand with this it's movie. It's beautiful. No, oh, yeah, I for sure, I think so. It's like the highest grossing yeah, New Zealand film or whatever of all time, which is cool. Oh, really? I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yep. I love this movie. I think that they say like the best comedy, uh, the best comedians are people that understand humanity really well, like the the depths of humanity, uh, because then you know it's funny. And I just feel like Taika Waititi, that's why he's so brilliant, is because his stuff is so funny, but he has such a pulse on humanity. And um, and it's it's always prevalent in his movies. I think in this one and in Jojo Rabbit especially is how you're going to see that. Not uh, what we do in the shadows, though. It's that's you know I haven't vampires. seen that one. It's so funny. It is very. You should, should watch it. This means a little bit. I guess yeah. in a way you could say he has his pulse on humanity. Ah, pulse. Yeah. Uh, I love Ragnarok. Throw yeah, Ragnarok. Yeah, it's like that's what's mm. cool is you can he can take this like IP thing and make like it's one of the best Marvel yeah, movies by far. Like outside of yeah, like Endgame and it's fantastic and, uh, Infinity War. It's like Ragnarok. Even still, like high. there's one there of my could favorite. be an argument like I could see how people could like that more than those epic ones. I agree because it has its own vibe. Um, one of my favorite, also heartwarming but funny moments throughout was kind of a running gag was the haikus right yeah but then when heck pulls his out at the end it is so good he says me and this fat kid we ran we ate and read books and it was the best oh jeez and it was that's like i like misty-eyed at that part just because it's like he wanted nothing to do with it yeah yeah and then they like get to do it Again, they're just like, okay, yeah, we're gonna have this base of these this this cool house or whatever, but they can like, yeah. Do well, and I'm gonna read Ricky Baker's. I'm gonna read Ricky Baker's haiku he did earlier, which was also very touching. This one is, Kingy, you wanker, you arsehole, I hate you heaps. Please die soon in pain. <laughs> I think. So good. I think my favorite one is. I don't know what the haiku is, but then he says, and that's my haiku about maggots. It's called maggots. <laughs> no, but then Ricky Baker actually does have a touching haiku where he says, trees, birds, rivers, sky, running with my Uncle Hick, living forever. Oh, it's just like, great haiku. And he's like, I've never heard my name in a poem before. I like it. Mm. And it's just so like... Just pure and unlikely to show. It's so cute. Yeah. He, also, when he gets his dog. Oh. Mm. Tupac. And then the other one. Tupac. Yeah. Tupac. yeah. When Zag. Zag, when Zag. <laughs> and an epic moment is when, uh, like, they're all tackling Heck and, like, all the hunters are getting him. And oh, yeah. you just hear, 
like the sh- the shotgun and he's like she just got real yeah yeah and he like does it perfectly like he and like loads the gun dude, yeah. like oh that was gosh. the highlight of his entire life he was so because was the so skuck's stoked. life didn't choose didn't. he didn't choose the skuck's yeah. life the skuck's life chose him so dude. good this Rick, is an excellent ricky movie. town population ricky. ricky i gotta say jake you've let us down in that you're a, a musician <laughs> and you don't have specific birthday songs for all of us. I'm so sorry. Pay Trying me. to go back to the pay me. <laughs> Jake goes, wow. you pay me. We're talking about feelings yeah, I, and relationships and Jake's like, let's, let's, what if I could monetize? I'm a family? working musician. I'm all about capitalism. If you know me, you know, I'm a, I'm a libertarian yeah. <laughs> laissez-faire economics kind of guy. Uh, yeah. Anyway, hunt for the wilder people. I would recommend it to anyone. I would also recommend it to any like family to watch, mm, you know, yeah. maybe not with like really young kids, but like, yeah. but like, it's really just a touching, funny film that I think anyone, no matter, you know, you don't have to think like Napoleon Dynamite's funny to think this is funny or like, you don't have to, I don't know. It's not like dumb humor like it is, but also it's very much sophisticated humor and just a great story and a smiling experience throughout. It's just a great time. Yeah, no so. real barrier to entry at all. Just a great, just a great time. No matter who you are. Yeah. yeah um, we went to go watch uh, Asteroid City. Uh, wait, did did Tammy come with us? She did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah big yeah. barrier to entry. Our mom. Though. Big barrier to entry. This one is not. And then we, uh, like me and Abby watched it with her for the first time and she loved it. And I was like, yeah, because everybody who watches this movie loves oh, it. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's yeah. so good. I have complete faith in the product in this one. I have a lot yeah. of friends who I, this is their favorite movie. If you try and convince someone to watch 12 Angry Men. That's that, a harder sell. That's a harder yeah. sell. But yeah, this one's this like, one, oh, it's the guy who for made. the people. Yeah. It's like brilliant director, incredible cast, wonderful scenery. And if you see this, you don't have to see 12 Angry Men. So that that works. You know, right, because the same thing. Kevin, any final thoughts? Before you die. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> any last words. Yeah, kind of, that's kind of what it's about. Every like. guest, any yeah, final thoughts. You see, any Jake guest just pulls out a Glock from under the table. Any last words? You don't really mean you'll kill me. <laughs> it's so good. Do you? Well, Kevin, it's been a pleasure. It's been a heck of a time. We'll probably hick, have Kev- it's been a hick of a time. Hick. We'll probably have Kevin more often on the pod um, than maybe he likes movies. Again. Turns out um, he watches a lot of movies. I am so excited for next okay. week. Can I tell? Can I talk? Oh, I'm not here. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I'm so, that's why we're excited. We're so excited. We're so oh, excited. Yeah, so terrible pod. Makes sense. No one liked the last one. Monsters, Inc. Oh my gosh. And Kung Fu Panda. Oh. Oh. That's right. It's animation. It's so good. Animation domination. Get Sean out. One of my top four movies of all time and another five star film for Which one's Trevor saw or? Mike Wazowski. And was his name Poe? Poe. And Poe. I think I'm more Poe, but it's okay. And made it his whole personality. Well, guys. We're very excited for next week. Kevin, thanks for being here. Keep hunting those wilder people. Keep being an angry man. And as always, thanks for listening. That is Haywood's take on Hollywood. <laughs>